Hello everyone and welcome to episode number 25 of the Spoiler Cast. That's how old I pretend to be. <laughs> this episode of the Spoiler Cast is brought to you by Nice Spring Water. I'm your host Dan Zarzicki and joining me as always is Tristan Atherin Hess. I wish I was still that old. And Patrick Knight. Witty comment not found. Uh, 404. Spoilercast is your look at what we've been playing in the gaming world, some of the latest news, and at the end of the episode, the, the end, end of, of the episode. episode. Can't forget to do that. We spoil a little something for you. This week's a little bit different. We're actually going over the Destiny beta just prior to Destiny. Whatever actually you, coming actual out. Actual full Next version week. coming out. 1.0. Actually, a couple of weeks now. September 9th. Yeah. This yeah. is the podcast. That would not happen. Yeah. How many how many times did we reschedule this thing? Like five Three times? Or four times, yeah. Yep. It was it was quite a few times, but here we are. Once after Guardians, once after I came back from NX right. HX, HX and help. Then once again after that, we were like, Oh, this doesn't work out. Yep. Then it was Oh hey, this is the day I can actually get all the stuff done on my car, which I didn't, because there's a problem with the title. And yeah, we rescheduled quite a few times. Did we end up going with Mr. Fate Spider or Mrs. Fate Spite? I forget. <laughs> Fate Spite San. <laughs> uh, so, actually, let's just start right with that. So, Patrick's been the to car? about... No. <laughs> no. Fate Spite? Patrick's been to about four conferences since we last met, so oh. I'll just go through. How's that, uh, how's that bank account doing? <laughs> I didn't have to pay for the most recent one. Yeah. So we're gonna, we're gonna let's let's just jump right in and talk about that sign of exciting that's stuff. A, that's so. a lie. I did have to pay for it. <laughs> I shouldn't have had to, but I did. Patrick, how are your conferences? conferences? Uh, well, I went to Harmony Explosion Northeast, which I was a chaperone for young future barbershoppers, like high schoolers and middle schoolers and such. I was in charge of eight of them, the poor souls, yeah. um, with another chaperone. Uh, so essentially what it was is... There were two, cl- two uh, class blocks where you would pick from four or five different classes, uh, ranging from vocal health, planning to successful quartet performance, uh, the physics of harmony, why, har- why harmony works, and this, that, and the other thing. You know, interesting things about barbershop, I guess. Uh, and they also gathered together a couple times a day for a couple hours at a time each session to work on pieces that they had gotten at the camp. And they then at the end, that's that Saturday night, they all performed together and uh, did a really good job. I on the I got lucky. I got to work with Dr. Jim Henry, who is part of the Quartet Crossroads, okay. which has uh, between the uh, between the four of them have eight international gold medals. Wow! So uh, I was with the the royalty oh, of barbershop. Damn. Can't whistle that. And. Uh, I was just trying to do the yeah. normal, normal. There we go. Yep. Just and what, what were the age ranges of the people at the, sh- at the camp? So the kids were probably somewhere between, well, we had peer leaders as old as 23, and I think the youngest of them, of the kids, was 13 or 14. Okay, so a little bit older than yeah. you would typically see in like a, one of these workshops, but that's still really cool. Good, good yeah. for you, man. That's, uh, that's always cool to hear people supporting the arts. Yeah. And- but uh, either way, the uh, I ended up... Say, saying hello to the teaching quartet after the fact and I said, you know, you guys are awesome you know, I, I've only been doing barbershop for a year uh, you guys have really inspired me to keep going and they said, oh thanks, you want to sing a tag? and I melted <laughs> I said, uh, 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 sure he so, became a puddle what do you know, uh, 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 back in my hometown and then we finished it 
And uh, the lead looks at me and says, you know, you're a really good tenor. You should keep singing Barbershop. And I went, <sighs> I had that, you remember I told you about that Nathan Fillion problem I had? Mm-hmm. Where I wanted to say thank you for sharing your talents with us and, you know, be really, you know, respectful and composed. And I ended up walking around going, thank you! Thank you! <laughs> yeah. yeah but you also went to Rooster Teeth Expo, correct? Yeah, that was, that was that before or after E3? I don't know. You tell me. Uh, I don't know. I think it was after. I don't remember him talking about it on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. But Rooster T- RTX was something. Oh, man. just I went to... I think I only missed one panel that I wanted to go to. Right. Um, I remember you telling us that story. Yeah, because it said go to... Ball, it said go to the main hall and all... No, it said go to Ballroom D, which was the main exhibit hall. You follow the signs for Ballroom D, it actually takes you to where the exit is. Instead, they had this huge checkpoint set up that said, oh, RTX and checkpoint. And I figured, checkpoint, what's that for? They didn't say, oh, this is to go to the main exhibit hall. They just It just said checkpoint, and then it had a sign above it that said Ballroom G. It was like, well, nothing's going on Ballroom G. What the hell is that for? And then it started. Yep. <laughs> and we missed it, which is all right, I suppose. See, unfortunately, the checkpoint was not saving your progress. Yeah. Uh, but the only the only bad thing that came out of it, <laughs> I heard Dan with that. Out of the whole out of the whole con was we tried to meet the uh, the the Rooster Teeth and Achievement Hunter people, and it was hell because unlike your normal cons where the autograph signings and what have you are uh, full time, uh-huh. they get maybe two hours and then they're off to do something else, and those lines start up right away. We got there at 8 o'clock in the morning. The doors didn't open until 10. And the autograph lines were already full. Yeah. Well, hopefully SpoilerCast is listening to SpoilerCast. And they can uh, take some notes and prepare better for next year. Oh, no. So it's, can, I'm, I'm so not complaining. So they can prepare for spoiler, uh, SpoilerCon. Oh, it was still such a great weekend, though. There was, um, oh, God, there's so many stupid, stupid things that only we got to see because we were there. That got released later. I'll show you some of them later. Spoiler nice. gone. Two people in my house. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, you guys want to play a game or something? Or? Well, I've already been in contact with all the roosters and their teeth trying to get... Maybe we should go to, to DashCon. Con. 2015. <laughs> Never <Yeah>. forget. <laughs> um, didn't, did you go to another con as well in between time? Was it? Uh, no. No. Okay. I, you went to like uh, something I, in I did go to I did go to Ottawa Comic Con, but that was before the... That uh, was definitely okay. before yeah. E3. But I, I go to all, I go to these cons because they're fun and because I don't spend my money on anything else. And then I couldn't find a job. So if you're hiring <laughs> and you want a bubbly, bubbly, sarcastic gentleman who's good at barbershop, yep, and uh, and is is a real go getter and a quick learner, you might need to find somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, what have you been playing? Uh, I finished Hitman Absolution, which. Cool was okay uh i gave it four stars on the on true achievements but i i need to revise that because it was more of a two and a half i thought you were about to just blanket i gave it four stars and just end there yeah it uh it has uh on i played on one of the higher difficulties hard uh that makes sense which well there are two more there's like professional and purist after that much um and purist is a dick um I, at least it's not as bad as I always. Then there's European extreme. Devil May Cry has have always yeah. been my favorite for difficulty. There Dante like must die. Seventeen difficulty levels, and then the sure. last one yeah. is Heaven or Hell always, which is one hit kills for everything, including yep. yourself. Well, then there's no, there's Hell or Hell. Is the <laughs> other one? 
Yeah. That's hell or hell. That's one hit kills for everything, including yourself. Heaven or hell is one hit kills for everything except you, I think. Ah. Uh, so it's, like, really easy. Yeah. Uh, or it's maybe, like or maybe it's one hit kills for everything, including the bosses, and hell or hell yeah. is the bosses aren't one hit kills. Uh, I don't know anymore. It's been a while. Yeah. But, um... All things considered, the fifth level was the hardest level in the game, and I find that to be incredibly bullshit. Hmm. Uh, How many levels are there? 20. Oh, okay. Like, okay, I'm going at a good pace, and roadblock. Well, you have to sneak through a train station, and I hadn't been detected up until that point, but even then, because the game adapts as you get detected and shit happens, but you have to sneak from crowd to crowd in the train station, and if you don't do it fast enough you have to wait like 20 minutes and even then there's a section where it's a flip of the coin whether you get spotted because the crowds aren't in the same spot every time oh hitman where you have to wait 20 minutes for shit to happen yeah and if you do manage to get past that point then there's another point where it's another flip of the coin except it's weighted heavily against you you have to run down a corridor down a staircase toward a platform and there's no cover There's no people, there's no hiding spots, and there's a police officer right there that doesn't move. And he sees you, like, an entire flight of stairs away from the bottom of the thing. So basically you have to pray and get into a crowd blend before he sees you. Otherwise, a shootout happens and you can't leave the level if there's a shootout happening. Ha 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 ha. And there's not a single checkpoint in that level. Sounds like, so a, sounds like a real game. So, what you're game. talking about is bullshit game design. Yeah. Sounds like a yeah. real game. Well, because it, it... And the thing about checkpoints is, yes, I understand they're, they make the games easier, but it also takes away stupidity. If I've beaten the first part of a level 40 times, I shouldn't need to do it the 41st time. Mm-hmm. Well, so the thing with checkpoints is they, they, they came out ap- after the sort of... the inherent lack of checkpoints in NES games, SNES games... You the have reason to beat they, the entire game in one playthrough right, from reason, start to finish. But the finish. reason those existed back then was because games were so short because you couldn't fit more than a few levels on a, right. on a cartridge. So sort of yeah. the way they artificially increased the difficulty was by making the games very hard right, so you had and marrying it with lack of checkpoints. So yeah. you know there was sort of this increased play, play value in a five-level game where you can get really good at it, you get high scores, and if you mess up one thing, you have to keep striving to get better before you can actually beat right. the game. So, Until you get to the point where you can play Super Mario 3 backwards. Right. And that's sort of mm-hmm. special in a way, you know? Yeah. Yep. Um, but also kind of crazy. And now when we talk about modern design, people just need to... Those checkpoints. You know, I already beat yep. this part 42 times, as you said. Yep. I, you know, I now, you know, would like to just be able to get and it games, on with my life. And, and games tend not to be as tight as they used to be either. Right. Yep. So, if... You run into the bu- a bullshit part of a level, then you it's really helpful having a checkpoint so that you're like, yep, like oh. like that train station. Yep. Anything but else you've been playing? Deadpool, the uh, the uh, console version. Uh, very funny game. Not a great so. game though. I guess the uh, first uh, images of Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool started surfacing recently. Mm-hmm. I guess or the uh. first little footage. Yeah, that started surfacing. Looks so good. People are saying it's really actually looking pretty good with him as Deadpool, which is, yep. which is cool. I don't know anything about Deadpool besides the fact that he breaks the fourth wall and then he's kind of yep. goofy. Oh, he shatters the fourth wall. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he takes the fourth wall and beats you over the head with it. Yeah, literally, yeah. he'll rip it out of the like he'll grab the frames of a conch panel yeah. and or a you know text bubble and beat someone to death with it. That's awesome. 
And the best thing about the game is it rewards you for doing repetitive things that you shouldn't do. <laughs> like, at one point, you're in... Uh, at the beginning of the game, you're in his apartment, and you get to fuck around with shit. Yeah. And uh, if you go in and drink beer, nothing happens. But if you keep doing it over and over and over again, he says, Oh, come on, I can't even get drunk because of my healing factor. Stop it! <laughs> Stuff like that. And he'll... Uh, you can sit at the computer, and he'll just keep saying different things. Yep. I mean... It has nice little moments like that, and then you play the game, and it's not as fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, poor licensed games. Tristan. Sir, what have you been playing? I have done nothing but play Destiny for three days. <laughs> okay. Well, ba- so basically between it's last longer episode than three and days. this episode. <laughs> bas- right. That was a thing. I'm okay. <laughs> so wait, have you guys not seen Expiration Date? Who? No. It's a new animation by Valve in Team Fortress. That's we'll we'll watch it later. We'll watch okay. it later. Um, so between Put that the, in the link dump. Last episode and next and this episode, uh, I played the shit out of the Destiny beta. Like every waking minute that I had available was I gotta, I gotta get on the beta. I got I got I got. Well, we'll be talking about that later, so I don't want right. to go too far into it. Uh, recently, great. I've been playing. What have I mostly playing? Uh, more Strider. And I picked up uh, Wonderful 101 again. Yep. Which you talked about previously. Which, for those of you who aren't aware, because it just kind of showed up, came out, and was released as a... Uh, by the way, I was in Best Buy today picking up the new television, and I noticed uh, a game that I didn't realize came out called Beyond Two Souls. Wait, sitting uh, there in the PS3. What How do it? you not know that came out? I wrote an article about it. Yeah. I thought that was just an article about the, the game in development. David Cade. No. No. Uh, it can't come out? No. No, I have completely forgotten it came no. out. And thus, the whole audience realizes that Dan doesn't proofread anything we write. No, <laughs> I do. Mr. Dan is... I no proofread it for grammar <laughs> and for SEO. I do not proofread it for content. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I've, I'd forgotten how... Because I played, I played the game a little bit, and what got me back into it was watching an actual like long-term playthrough of it. And I've forgotten just how ridiculous that game gets. Wonderful 101, you mean? Not not stupid, dumb shit. I think he's talking about both games, actually. I'm just kidding. Yeah, he's talking about Wonderful 101, which, for those of you at home who don't aren't aware, is a Wii U exclusive title. <laughs> yeah, say that one five times fast, and so, head will explode. Yep. Um, Hyrule Warriors is coming soon. Hmm? <laughs> Hyrule Warriors is coming yes! soon. Yes! Oh, I'm going to talk about Hyrule Warriors. You have no idea how much I'm going to talk about Hyrule Warriors. Ugh. Yes. And Kron um, got snubbed. I don't know why these these Dynasty Warriors clones are getting such, so much press lately. All you see on PlayStation Store, at least on the PS3, is One Piece video games that are all Dynasty Warriors clones. Dynasty <laughs> Warriors out there. Now Hyrule Warriors is coming out. Well, that's because Dynasty Warriors Gundam was so pseudo-successful. Yeah. No, I know they're successful. They shipped like five just... copies to a store, and they all sold out because they had the word Gundam on them. Yeah. It's a Gundam! <laughs> that being said, I enjoyed the games thoroughly until the third one. This <laughs> is... Lubu. All right. So, wonderful one-on-one. Anything else you wanted to say about that? That's basically it. Like I said, I've spent way too much time playing the Destiny beta. Well, now it's over. And trying to fix your car. Yeah. And by fix your car, I mean get a new one. By get a new one, I'm not going into that on this. (laughs) I am not going into that on the. That's always the best solution. Just get a new one and throw the old one in the garbage. Anyway, that's the American way. No, with cars, with cars, once your car starts breaking, enough, that that's was last year's spoiler cast. Yeah. Jesus Christ, that was last year's spoiler cast. What was? 
the most American video game. Oh, that's camera. right. Yep. It was, yeah, it was yeah, last our year. Our only YouTube video to date. That's right. No, no, we, no, have, we have another one. We have two. We have the Destiny Alpha. Ah, all right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's right. That's right. We that's have two. And hopefully, exciting. so we need to start recording openings for Hype and Grime. Yes. Actually, that's another thing we need to go over uh, off mic. Yep. Mm-hmm. Anything else you've been playing, Tristan? That's basically been it. Skin food. It's been, well, it's, you know, summer drought, so. No, I hear that. So glad nobody heard me say that. <laughs> I actually, uh, summer drought for sure. Typically in the summer I'll go back and, like, get nostalgic and play old things. Uh, and that's sort of kind of what I've been doing. And I've been completing games. Yeah. I actually completed a game that I've already completed in the past. Uh, I beat Skyward Sword again. So I went through and I decided to go through and play some games that I didn't initially like Mm -hmm. as much as I wanted to, to see if maybe I'd like it more. And with Skyward Sword, that was the case. Uh, So I went back and played through the entirety of Skyward Sword and loved it more than I liked it the first time because there are no expectations. I... I wasn't. I hadn't been waiting and hyping it for months and months and months right. prior to its arrival. I've already had it for you know over a couple of years or however long it's been out now. And I just went back and said I'll just play it as a game and see what happens. And I had a ton of fun with it. I really did. It's still it's still probably my least favorite 3D Zelda, but now it's not really a negative as much as mm-hmm. it's just the other ones are so much better and right, so yep. so good. Uh, and it's still a fun game. So I did that. Uh, I played more Final Fantasy 13, so I'm, I'm, I'm plowing through that one. I'm now about 15, 20 hours in. Has the game gotten good yet? Oh, I love it. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why I enjoy it so much. It's so Cause, automated. Cause it's, yeah, cause that's why. Because you don't play games. You just aut- you just them. walk down a hallway and fight random. Yeah. Um, I mean, poo on you for having a real job. No, it's like uh, there's something cool about being like a general and just sort of just it's not really about the small little mind general in charge of three people not usually usually it's only like two uh at at least you're just just making me want to play final fantasy 13 dan stop it (laughs) (laughs) um but there are some places where you know you you actually tell them what they're going to do for abilities and and whatnot but for the most part it's just a matter of here's a boss and you're going to be healing and you're going to be tanking uh, let me time this perfectly so that the boss staggers while he's trying this, and then I'll change my roles so you're all on the attack right at the right moment. So it's kind of cool to like plan everything out that way. I mean, I guess that's sort of the really restrictive version of the thing in Transistor's name, I forget. Oh, um... Well, that's, Transistor is more like uh, the, the VAT system from Fallout 3. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you're, you're still assigning specific roles and abilities. With with Final Fantasy, you're literally saying you're going to be a healer. Now the Air healer combo. decides what the healer is actually going to do. The healer decides if it's going to use cure on one character, cura on all the characters. If it's going to use Asuna because somebody has a status effect, the computer decides that for you. You just say you're healing right now. You pick saboteur. The saboteur, you don't tell it. Use sloga on these enemies. It just decides what it wants to do. Yeah. You know, all that stuff. I, hey guys, I could really use a slogan right Oh no, you're poisoning. Oh god. I think I've finally become disillusioned with video games as a whole because as soon as he said, you know, you tell them what to do, I thought, Wow, it's a good thing they didn't add connect functionality for that. <laughs> did th- they did, didn't they? Did they? I think they did actually for the Final Fantasy thirteen on the Xbox. I'm pretty sure that was a feature. I could be wrong though. I could be wrong. Don't I might get, be wrong. Don't get me wrong. I like the connect for what it does, but don't make me use it. I yeah. think Final Fantasy... I, I could be wrong, so... Uh, someone demoed um, pre a pre-alpha game that is a uh, sort of 
uh, real-time tactical squad game mm-hmm. where you queue up vocal orders and set waypoints through it. And they showed it off, like, like apparently they spent, like, crap tons of time with the vocal algorithms, and it actually looked like it worked very well. Well, there was um, actually there was actually a game on the original Xbox that had voice commands. One of the Rainbow Sixes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was like, move to waypoint A, switch to assault rifles, in five seconds move to waypoint B and guard. And they did it. Which was kind of neat. Nice. Um... I totally forget what it was called. Oh, well. And after... The Last of Us Remastered. <laughs> and, a- and, <sighs> and after I uh, finished with that, or was playing some of that, I, I just recently started Last of Us again to see if I can enjoy that, because I didn't su- I didn't really enjoy it the first time. But when I watched my playthrough that of the ending, as we mentioned in the Last of Us spoiler cast that we had, and I won't, I'm not going to spoil anything here. Don't cross-contaminate the spoiler cast. Um, but I will tell you that the guy who played played it much less run and gun than i did um or even just pop and you know pop and shoot like a uh gears of war um he played it more like a survival game Mm -hmm. so what i did was i put it on hard i just started so i don't really know what's happening i haven't even fought a battle yet you know um where i am and you're doing it wrong right but that's the thing wait you haven't fought a battle and you what i've only played it for like half an hour to an hour it takes a while before you fight a battle in that game. I don't think it takes that long. Well, I shot a guy in the head, but I didn't really fight a battle. <gasps> I shot a couple of people in the head. But it was, it was not really a battle. It's just sneaking around. There's actually a lot of situations in that game where you don't have to fight anything. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I'm trying to play it more like that. More like a, not, not so much a stealth game, but like a survival game where if I have to take out one guy because he's in my way, I'll do that. And more about setting up traps and things like that and building things because that's how the guy was playing it in the walkthrough mm-hmm. and it looked really fun like that so I'm playing it on hard so it's like live or die basically as opposed to the third option well I'm just saying like as opposed to like getting hurt <laughs> yeah. and just live, kind of running die like, or fist like it's race. like if you mess up you're dead kind of thing yeah, yeah. That, that's what that's what I'm playing it as right now so we'll see what happens uh, but that's all I've been playing other than Destiny Beta of course yep, yep. cool alright Great, that was a good little little roundup. So now I guess it's time to get into the news. Yep. So I don't really have anything off the top of my head. I was planning on actually right at the moment looking up some stuff because it's been a bit of time. I have yeah, to access some things. Whoa, Jesus! All right, who's going first? Tristan. All right. Okay, I'll go first. Uh, so cool thing, uh, Platinum Games is actually making a Legend of Korra uh, character action game. Nice. Um, I think they put out a few screenshots. It looks fucking sick mm-hmm. oh, oh i'm sitting here i'm sitting here like is that the same people that made dead i didn't know that's deep oh, so i know what, you idiot. i know what news i'm gonna look up but go ahead platinum um hyrule warriors got its own nintendo direct yep that needed that really oh my god that, that game looks happen. keeps looking like crazier and crazier ruto darunia Sheik. it's it's Zelda, got everybody Ganondorf. like everyone in the grandmother plus like a new character they they announced. I don't. I have no idea. Um, I've heard yeah. some of the announcements, not all of them. Like, seriously, it's becoming Link in his magical harem, is what it's going to become. Oh yeah, Minda's in it too. Yep. Oh, that's cool. Only on the Nintendo waifu. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, Man, it would it would be great if I had money to purchase this magical device. <laughs> don't worry. 
We're gonna hype and gripe it. <laughs> We're gonna hype and gripe the shit out of that game. Excellent. I'm gonna show up at your door with my master sword and my and my hero shield. Be like, Pat, it's out. He'll be like, What? I just woke up. It's like, oh god, it's only one p.m. Only if I get to be natty. I just woke up. It the hell was that? Out. It was something flying. What? Kill with fire. There's oh. a ladybug on the t- on the thing. Oh, that's fine then. That means our spoiler cast is lucky. Yay! Maybe um. people will listen to this one. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, what else do uh, you have for news? Microsoft posted their financial review. Oh, I heard quarter. about this. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, Can't, thus far... Much of the chagrin of every stockholder in Microsoft. Basically, yes. Well, I'm getting into that. So, basically, what they announced was that they spent $2.1 billion on the Xbox One. Like, development, advertising, all that stuff. Thus far, it's made back $1.7 billion. Right. That's not too, too bad, So, I suppose. it's been out for a year, bad, yeah. and is a $400 million loss. Yeah, but it's been out for a year, so I'm still... Right. Right. But it's still enough that a whole bunch of Microsoft shareholders really want to kill off my, the Xbox project. Because they're like, right. it keeps costing us money! Yeah, but, That's all they care about yeah. because their shareholders are not gamers. Well, um, then there's there, then there's also the problem where the prevailing public opinion is that Microsoft is evil, and therefore that is coloring their opinions of things right, before right. they actually use them. Right. But, I mean, it's also true that with business, you know, typically when you launch a new product or launch a new business, that you're going to be in the red for the first couple right. of years, and, and with the with the initial investment, and that se- that doesn't seem that big of a deal, right? Uh, and I'm sure if Sony put out their numbers. Mm-hmm. We'd all see the PS4 is currently at a loss. Yeah, I was going to say this. But they Sony, haven't. Sony's been putting out the numbers for the past few years, much to the chagrin of, of, yeah. of Sony shareholders. Yeah. And, but it's, but that, that goes beyond. Same thing with Microsoft. Both of these companies go beyond the game systems that they make right, right now for their losses. Right. Microsoft's in a real shithole right now with their OS, too. Yeah. Um, Windows 8. It's the same operating system for computers and tablets and smartphones. And it doesn't work well for any of those things. Yeah, we'll see what happens with Windows, whatever. I tried Windows fine. 8 for the first time on my mother's computer the other day. Couldn't figure it out. Yep. Well, that's why they have the classic mode. Um, there's a new study put out uh, that shows that girl gamers are more sexually active than non-girl gamers. Than non-gamer girls. Wait, what was it? A study recently came out that shows that uh, girl gamers are more sexually active than non-gamer girls. Interesting. That makes sense. Sorry. Ladies. And that's, and, that, and, that's, <laughs> and that's because all of their friends are dudes. Uh, actually, they think it has something to do with the competitive nature of it. That it... Um, that just playing games raises like uh, testosterone levels or something like that, which results in increased sex drive. Take that, fact. Anita Sarkeesian. Stupid ladies, bitch. we are available. Sorry, <laughs> I, don't, I don't like her at all. I saw another video of hers yesterday on Upworthy of all places. Yep. Who's this? Oh, the feminist yeah. girl. I haven't seen her stuff in a while. I should watch some more of it. <laughs> She's hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, it just. One one aside, at the end of the video, she's been talking about the manic pixie dream girl trope, which... To, Is to, anyone else scared by those? To, I'm scared of those. To, to basically explain it in one sentence, it's Zoe Deschanel. Yeah. That's it. But she, Zoe Deschanel is probably saner than most of the girls who fit the trope. Yeah. Well, and Natalie Portman in Garden State and Kirsten Dunst in right. some other video, some other movie. But right. either way, you she's talking about, oh, these people aren't even characters. They're just tropes to prop up the main characters. Like, that's what a supporting character sure is. But um, that wasn't the problem I had. The problem I had was at the end, she just goes off on a tangent. She says, if any artist, if any male artist ever says that a woman was his muse, one more time, I'm going to puke or scream or both. I said, we're not here to be your muses, she goes. We're, we're 
perfectly capable of being our own artists. It's like, that's not what they're saying. No. They're, they're saying that you have inspired them. But we're not here to inspire you. That's not what we're saying. We're here to fuck you. Anyway. Uh, let's hear. It was five minutes of pure liquid oh, And I just... I was watching, I was like... I haven't watched her in a while. I, I enjoy watching her stuff because it's I, I, in, I, in a very interesting perspective, to say the least. I feel I feel as though me being angry at her being an idiot is making me a misogynist, but I shouldn't feel that way because it's not making a misogynist. Like, it's one of those things where you disagree, but you're afraid to say that you disagree because you know what's coming from the other she, side. Yeah, but she's cool. She's cool because she's sort of like, um, I'll, I'll, I'll liken her to the ALS challenge where it really isn't about, it really isn't about the act. It isn't about what she's doing so much as it is the fact that she is in fact bringing this to light. Like even if you completely disagree with everything she says, and even if she's a dumb, dumb bitch who doesn't say anything that makes any sense, the fact of the matter is she is bringing this to light and she is inspiring conversation about it and she is bringing attention to it. Just like dumping ice water on your head and not donating to the ALS doesn't help the ALS at all. But, but and it wastes water. And it wastes well, whatever. Fuckers. <laughs> and it wastes water. But you know the fact of the matter is the ALS did not make. If you do million, it in your bathtub, the ALS did make a million dollars off that. Right. Off, yeah. Just off of getting that exposure with the with the ice bucket challenge. So it wasn't I, so much the act; it's sort of the the inspiration that it provides. So I'm not a, totally against it. I just think that yeah, that's, yeah. That's a lot of her stuff I don't agree with. Sure. Um, other stuff. Uh, Phoenix Wright Dual Destinies is coming to iOS. Cool. Except it's not going to have 3D, which is something I actually really liked about it. So. And that was your weekly spoiler cast, Tristan Phoenix Wright update. Oh. <laughs> um, but at least it gives more people Phoenix a chance to play. Phoenix Wrong, am I right? And I've made that joke every single time. Phoenix <laughs> Wrong is actually a uh, sort of AMV hell compilation yeah. for Phoenix Wright stuff. Uh, and then other stuff. So, three headed boy announcements. Yeah. The website is down. Yeah, actually, right it's now. Right <laughs> As of filming. right now. Breaking news. Da, 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 and other news. Da, 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 expected now. news. In other news today, the three-headed boys now have a Twitch TV channel. That's Yay. cool, twitch.tv. That means I have two channels I can't stream to. Yep. Um, but right now, I mean, what will happen, be happening is we'll probably be streaming Hype and Gripe yep. as we're playing it, which is kind of, yep. which will be fun. We don't have any of those up yet because we have to record openers for them. Yep. Which will happen someday. Um, and then, of course, I've just been using it just every time I play, I've just been like, oh, let's just stream it. Yep. So if you're on a random time, just stop by. See if we're playing something. Yep. Do it. Maybe entertaining. Won't. Do it. You um, will. We also now, we also have a Bungie.net clan for when Destiny actually comes out. That yes. That's cool, yeah. And uh, there's three of us. For now. Magnificent three. Yep. Uh, so if you, if you want to be able to, like, track, you know, keep track of us, pal around with us, do um, strike missions and stuff with us, uh, it's Three-Headed Boys. Is a is a clan name. Fancy that. It's it, named after the it's named after the website. Exactly. Well, just keep it simple. <laughs> keep it easy to find. Um, three heads are better than one. Better than better than when I named the stupid GTA thing. That way you have to headshot us three times to kill us. Right. We don't go down without a fight. Uh, no. Um, it's a totally casual clan, just to sort of keep track and play around. Yep. Uh our Twitch channel is just twitch.tv slash three-headed-boy, mm-hmm. so you can check that out. Um, yeah, Hype and Gripes, we're recording episodes for that. Uh, those will probably be streaming Fridays. 
is probably when that'll happen because that seems to be the day we always can record. Yep. Cool. So Friday afternoon, Slay es- afternoon. Especially if, especially if our mutual friend decides that he's awake. I know, right? Hey, it's on him. Yeah, it is on him. Uh, oh, and we also have Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, which could probably totally fill its own episode. But yeah, what's up? Guardians, Guardians of, of the Galaxy. Gal- about it, oh, you mean just talking about it? Yeah, stuff we saw out? it. I loved it. Yep, I loved it, was it too. Super fun. It was a very good movie. As, as I said after the as, as I said afterward, though, I still like the Avengers more because I think, but I think the Avengers had an unfair advantage, being that they had. Established characters already. Exactly. Whereas Guardians was trying to cram all their right. or, or exposition, no, exposition, exposition. Shit's well, happening. No, I still actually think they did a better job of an Avengers. Also, hook on feel. Bring bring out the characters before and introducing them than than uh, Guardians did. But yes, they did have the other films too, so they get to know who the characters are. Right. You and know. then Avengers sort of they had an extra you know fifteen hours of exposition that they had before you know yeah. the movie that Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy did not have. I but I think the characters are also a little bit more flat in Guardians of the Galaxy. I think they're a little bit more basic, like <laughs> a little bit more one note as what who they are and what they do. I am thing. Groot. Right. I am Groot. Right. It's almost like it's almost like you could write their characters on two sentences. Right. Versus some of the other Avengers have more interesting plots, plot lines. Three words. Eight letters. Say it and I'm yours. I am Groot. <laughs> uh you know what I heard yesterday? I was at the, I was talking to some friends about it actually, and uh, I guess Vin Diesel had one page full of "I am Groot" stuff to say, yep. and then the back side of the page was different things to think about or to pretend you were saying while you were saying "I am Groot." Yep. Uh, apparently, he recorded the line a thousand times. Yeah. Also, uh, he did the the line for every redub of Guardians. Really? So if you watch the Spanish dub of it, that's still Vin Diesel. Yo soy Groot, is that what he says? Yo soy Groot. I would imagine so. Or just soy Groot. Soy Groot. Yep. Soylent Groot. It's Soylent made of Groot. Groot. <laughs> Soylent Groot is people. Okay. So now we're just three assholes sitting around mics. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, what a bunch of a- oh, Three headed boy. What a bunch of a holes. New website tag. <laughs> Uh, do you have any other news, Tristan? No, that's it for me. Right, so the Patrick, ladies like that. No, uh, well, I was just EA Access and how strange that beast is. I don't even know what that is. You have to pay for extra access to game. It's a subscription-based EA bullshit nonsense that doesn't seem well, to give you anything. Well, here's the thing. So EA starts it up, and it's a uh, more cost-effective platform than PlayStation Now. Where PlayStation Now is like five bucks to run a game for two hours, whereas it's like twenty bucks a month for like fifteen yep. games or something like that on on EA. Yep. Everyone hates EA. Everyone loves PlayStation Now. Oh, is that what it is? Because I the way it was explained to me was that uh, you got like all sorts of strange stuff that didn't really help you at all. Hmm. But so, then again, so you can spend like five bucks to play um, Final Fantasy Thirteen for two hours. Which gets you, like, nowhere in the game. <laughs> you get through the first tutorial. Maximum shred. Anyway, um, let me ask you a question about that, actually. Um, that other people might be curious about it. Maybe I'm just a noob. Uh, which is also probably the case. Uh, with PlayStation Plus. Yes. On PS3 and PS4. If I buy a game on the PS3 with PlayStation Plus, is that game re-downloadable and playable on the PS4? Like, I just downloaded Fez. Um, 
Or does the game have to specifically say it's both for both systems? I think it has to specifically say it's for both. Oh, okay. Uh, normally, when you buy a game, it usually has crossplay. Okay. So like you yep. buy a game once and you get the PS3, PS4, and like Vita copies if it is on those things. Uh, PS Plus, I think, is just because it's different games for different. Like each console has different exclusives. Like this month's, this month's PS3 is like Crisis Three. Right, PS3, yeah. But Fest um, is also free this month, which is cool. Right. I just downloaded it. I had to make sure to do that. Um, I'm not sure if the PS Plus ones are... I'm not sure if those are cross-platform. I don't think they are. Well, I, think it's, I, I think it's a reason to own a PS4, a PS3, and a Vita, which would make sense from a marketing yeah. standpoint. Except, you know, the Vita has, like, what, six games? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, cool, so... The news I have, actually, and it actually pulls into what we were talking about earlier. I didn't realize this until just now, so we're, I'm going to blow your mind a little bit. Is um, Dan, we know you're pregnant. You've been showing for three months. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Uh, so what I'm talking about is PT. Physical yes. therapy? Yeah, right. So Hideo Kojima just released a demo um, for a game called PT. And I don't know if you're aware of this. It's a survival horror game, like a little quick little gameplay snippet. Yep. I'm yeah. not sure if it counts as survival. It actually, or... it actually stands for playable trailer. And it's a playable trailer for a new Silent Hill. So, hold on. <clears throat> Is Hideo Kojima working on a new Silent Hill? So he's making a new game called Silent Hills. It is, the, it is a remake of Silent Hill. Not the original, but it's just a, retell- like a reimagining of Silent Hill. It's actually a collaboration between Hideo Kojima and... Guillermo del Toro? Guillermo del Toro. So... A lot of excitement for that. I'm actually excited for that too because I do like I do enjoy both of those people uh, immensely. So, but it's a first person game, which is very different for Silent Hill. It is first person, um, but that PT is actually when you can play it now. I guess right. That, yeah, that it P- came out like yesterday. I think that PT is in fact. And what systems? Do you know what systems it's for? I do not. Okay, that so that PT is uh, a playable trailer for the new Silent Hill, which is going to be called Silent Hills. Now it is on the PlayStation. So it looks like it might be PlayStation exclusive for now, the, the playable demo. Well, I'm sure I'm glad I've got a PS4 and a PS3. At least you don't have to pay $40 for the demo. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, have you seen all the crap they've been adding to uh, Ground Zeroes? No, I have not. They $40 have added, for a demo. They have added crap ton. Uh, they've... Oh, stuff. Uh, they added a mission where you can play as Raiden. Uh, they also added a... Um, they added one mission where you recreate scenes from previous Metal Gear games. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's just complete and utter Metal Gear fan service. And I'm not talking about sexy lady fan service. I mean, this is, hey guys, remember that awesome moment in Metal Gear Solid Two? Remember that? Remember Psycho Mantis? Yeah. You know stuff like that. Um. I still wouldn't pay $40 for it. I've still got it. <laughs> and I've oh. been I've been downloading all the extra content. I haven't had a chance to start playing it yet. But it, they've added like, just crap tons of missions. Uh, they added a, a mission where you rescue Hideo Kojima. That's awesome. Oh, by the way, I feel like we always do this. We always go off topic. We're, no, well, yeah, we do that. <laughs> that's not what I'm getting at. That's part uh, of being a podcast. That's part of being yeah. a podcast because it's, you know, long enough to talk about things, talk talk games conversational but i think we always neglect to tell people who might be new to gaming or just listening to us or people who you know might not understand certain things 
who these people are. So Hideo Kojima actually is the creator of Metal Gear Solid. Yep. Uh, the Metal Gear Solid series. Uh, and Guillermo del Toro is actually the man behind movies uh, such as Pan's Labyrinth and the Hellboy series. And Pacific Rim. And Pacific Rim. Yeah. Uh, I didn't want to bring that one up, but now the hey, cat's I out really of the back. Lo- I really like Pacific Rim. It's a... Pacific Rim is the um, top is the Top Gun for a new generation. I don't know. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> but I will tell you that... Pacific Rim isn't as good as Atlantic Rim, who I am. <laughs> terrible joke is terrible. Um, don't laugh at me with your pity. <laughs> so, so I think specifically when we talk about uh, the potential for a new Silent Hill game, I think it's really important to bring out the fact that Guillermo del Toro did in fact direct Hellboy and especially Pan's Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he directed another horror movie or a couple of horror movies. I think that's what he's known for. Was Pan's Labyrinth really a horror movie? I think it was, kind of. It was very dark and it was depressing. Very, it was super dark and depressing. Yeah, but that's not a horror movie. It's not. All right. That's a, that's a drama. But what, you, but what you know this means is that you know it means that this new Silent Hill is going to be wonderfully Lovecraftian. Yeah. yeah Tentacle cool. hordes, anyone? And that's all the, the news I really have is that. And then when you out. find out the the uh, that the protagonist is Juliet Starling, and you just know, and you're like, I've seen enough Lovecraft to know where this is going. <sighs> Mind breaking insanity. That's all the news I have. Do you guys have any other news? Mm, nope. Nope. Cool. Nope. All right. So I think we're gonna take five. And when take we come, five. What? Hours. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the Destiny beta. So stay tuned, people. Grab a drink. Current events. in a couple. Holy grail. Blue told me remind you niggas. Fuck that shit y'all talking about. I'm the nigga. Caught up in all these lights and cameras. But look what that shit did to Hammer. God damn it, I like it. Bright lights and Tyson. But look what it did to Tyson. All that money in one night. 30 mil for one fight As soon as all that money blows All the pigeons take flight Fuck the fame, keep chicken on me What I do, I took her back Fool me twice, that's my bad I can even blame her for that Nothing makes me want to murder Mama, please just get my bail I know nobody to blame Kirk Cobain did it to myself uh. And we all just entertain us And we're stupid and contagious No, we all just entertain us Photo shoots with paparazzi Can't even take my daughter for a walk See him by the corner store I feel like I'm calling it off Enough is enough, I'm calling it off Who the fuck I'm getting though? I'm getting high, sitting low Slide by in that big body Curtains all of my window This fame hurt, but this chain works I think back, you have the same person If this is all you had to deal with Nigga, deal with this shit, this ain't work This light work Camera snapping, my eyes hurt Niggas dying back where I was birthed Fuck your iris and the IRS Get the hell up off your high horse You got the shit the niggas die for Try yours Why you mad Take the good with the bad Or throw the baby out With that bad for it You still alive Still that nigga Nigga you survive 
Still getting bigger, nigga living a lot. Vanilla wafers in the villa, illest nigga alive. Michael Jackson's thriller. And baby, it's amazing I'm in this space with you. And we're back. Oh, God, this is a delicious meat. <laughs> um, and we're talking about Destiny the Beta. We hope to have an episode about Destiny the full release topical and very, current. very soon. But we wanted to have something topical out while it is that sort of drought. And I think that it's really cool for us to be able to talk about the Destiny Beta because not everybody got to play it. They didn't get the Destiny code. Oh, a lot of people got to play it. Yeah. I have uh, Bungie actually came out and with statistics, which I have right here for us to talk about. Go for it. Okay, well, so we've already, I've already talked about Destiny. Mm-hmm. Uh, I put up the alpha video, um, and apparently, six, uh, let's hear. So, over the course of the beta, just the beta, not counting the alpha, uh, 6.5 million characters were created. Mm-hmm. And I created three, so. Right, so probably roughly a million to two million people played it. Yep. Um, so they, they also had a, goal to kind of stress test everything, see how many simultaneous players they could get on at any given point. And that was that Saturday, um, starting at, like, what, 2 p.m. Pacific? Yep. The the max number they got were was 853,235 simultaneous players. Nice. Nice. In a beta. On, on, on mo- across multiple platforms. Mm. Probably, right? That's important. Yeah. Okay, this is all... They still needed the server farms, period, for all those systems. Yeah, but yeah, right. that, And, and the grand total number of players they had in the beta was 4,638,937 players. Wow. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. Um, let's see here. There were 88 million games played. Uh, on average... People, players spend more than twenty percent time, twenty percent of their time in the tower. So socializing, buying, idling, idling. <laughs> What's here? That's what I was doing. I did that once, but that was because I was waiting for a friend of mine who was just standing in front of me to acknowledge my existence. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Ninety-seven uh, percent of public events were completed completed over the beta. Grand total of how many is that? Three billion seven hundred four million five hundred eight thousand eight hundred forty kills. Nice. And that just that's NPCs. Mm-hmm. Um, the community kill death ratio was twenty two point five three. Nice. Not bad. Um, the moon mission that came out on Saturday, which I know I played. Did either of you? Guys my sister. Play? My sister played it through for me because I, I wanted the emblem. I did not. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty cool, actually. I kind of liked it. Though I would have liked to have an exploration mission as well as the actual mm-hmm. strike mission, but, uh... Oh my god. The moon is huge. Mm-hmm. There, I found this whole crashed ship that isn't part of the main que- of the quest 
yeah. level that you go through. I was just exploring in the middle of the... I basically started a quest and just dicked around. And f- Holy crap. This thing went down for like 30 levels. It was like 30 floors. And just each floor got tougher and tougher. It was ridiculous. And it was, it was just there. Yeah. Um, 851,264 players visited the moon during that time frame. Uh... 1,969 players claimed to have landed on the moon, but totally faked it. Oh my God. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Um, I'll get to the competitive stats, but um, here's a fun fact. So we all, hopefully everyone knows Bungie has an obsession with the number seven. Yep. 777,000 700, players. Downloaded the Destiny Companion app. That's the number they care about. Yeah. <laughs> the only number they care about out of all these, except for how many players there were. For the uh, Crucible, for the PvP, um, let's see here. So they have actually individual stats uh, for each team, for the two different teams. But the important thing is they had these uh, Iron Banner tournaments. Over yep. the course of the playthrough, which I missed every single one. I got into, I did like one, but I, I'll be honest, I did not do a lot of the competitive. I was more busy exploring the uh, co-op universe. I did about, I think, six or seven games of competitive. Yeah, uh, the games I played, I never got to play the mission uh, with the vehicles. Just that's just how. That's the one I got every single time. Okay, so you got all of mine, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Although Venus is my favorite level. Oh, uh, with all the platforms. Yeah. That one was kind of nice. I actually did. I, I played well Venus that. and the Moon, which uh, the Moon was the one with the vehicles. I never got to the Moon levels. I just, I just got uh, Venus and Mars. As it stands now, is the entire game supposedly going to take place in our solar system, or is it going to branch out uh, from there as you play? That's all we've seen. Okay. We don't know. We're not sure. Depending on how long this goes, it may go total uh, World of Warcraft and just. I'm wondering. I was thinking. I've been thinking about that the whole time we've been, you've been talking, and the whole time I was playing the, the beta is how are they going to sustain this? And I guess that would be sort of their thing is they release this game now at the beginning of the console generation and yep. then continuously update huge patches, like just add huge amounts of content. Oh, yeah. like every year add practically a whole other game's worth or two games worth of right three games worth of content within that, that same universe. And if they keep doing, like if they do like specific story missions, kind of like the Iron, Iron Banner mm-hmm. stuff where say like there's a week where there's like an in, uh, unique story mission. Mm-hmm. If enough players compete it, they add more stuff. Yeah. You know, like like after a year from now, the gardens may have like fought back the tide, reclaimed our solar system, and now going out to other other solar systems. Yeah. If anybody can do it, it's Bungie. I'm just concerned with the kind of our ADD gaming generation that they'll keep interest for like six years or, or and more. Well, you know, but, this but, one the, game, but but the competitive is Call of Duty ADD enough to I think help satiate that plus there are little moments like i think i talked about this in a previous spoiler cast where i was playing as the warlock and i used my uh my super mm-hmm. and i took out the whole enemy team yeah while they were capping a point yeah it's just like quadruple kill it's <laughs> like well nice i definitely played the least of this um i had a couple i'll actually talk about it what a surprise what a surprise well, beyond that, Stand that shock and awe um i'll also talk about I had a, funny, a couple of funny things happen. I I meant to play more than I did. I just <laughs> there was always a stumbling block. The download failed first time I tried to download it. So I had it ready to go. I was like, oh, I'm gonna start this download. I'll come home from work and it'll be ready for me and I'll play. Well, the download failed about five percent in, so I had to re-download again. So I couldn't play that night. 
the next day after work, I come home, and they it happened to be the day that they were had it shut down for a day or two. They said it was going to be two or three days for whatever because they were right. important. They were bringing it to Xbox at that point, and so I couldn't play it then. And then I found out a couple days later that they had brought it back early. Great. Only by a few hours. Yeah, only by a few hours. And then I then I finally jumped in and played it for a night. And then I had something to do. And then I think like two days later it was gone. So I, I tried to play as much as I could. And I really did play as much as I could. I just didn't get as far as you guys did with the beta. Because I definitely wanted to play it and try it out. Oh, and I, and as people who visit the website know, I also played the alpha. So I had kind of a step right. up there. Because right. I was like, okay, I can go here and here and right. here and here and here. Um... The moon mission was really cool. Um, it, especially for how it, it sort of introduced some darker aspects into the storyline. Like when you find the yep. spoilers time. If you guys weren't aware, uh, like when you find the dead ghost. Yep. And it's like, oh shit, that does not bode well. Well, you find a lot of dead ghosts in the can. Just right, but you can res them. Oh right. But you can find them, sort of reactivate them, and they get that gives you grimoire, car- grimoire cards. Grimoire. 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 Um, Film grimoire. But this one is just Go like... Away, but this one is like completely my job. dead. And like hollowed out. Um, also, that... F- fuck that fight when the door is open. That was a bitch. Now did you, did you solo or did you have... I soloed. Because right. I was a hunter. And I can yeah. do that shit. I sold everything. I think I was the hunter too. I had a I had a bosom buddy that I played through most of the beta with. Yeah, I and, did manage uh, to do uh, the devil's lair. Chick? I actually huh? did manage to do the devil's lair. Uh, Instead of bosom buddies, so is it a chick? No, I was just kidding. though. No. go ahead. I, I make the jokes, Dan. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. That's my <laughs> I job make now. The jokes I, play, I make the jokes. <laughs> um, I was able to do the devil's lair a few times with some of the guys from work. Yep, which was fun, and I actually got the voice chat working. So like. We actually nailed it once we actually got voice chat going. Yep. Uh, makes a huge difference rather than just dropping with people who don't have mics. Devil's Lair, I ran it a few times with that friend of mine, and it was a crapshoot whether or not they, I was going to get people that would help. Right. The, the first two times we did it, uh, there were two other people who were sitting outside of the Devil's Lair just farming the, the knights. Yep. For whatever reason. What's the Devil's Lair? That was the strike mission, okay. the <clears throat> the multi group, like the, the three person raid basically. Okay. Yep. Um, the first time I went through it, I had to babysit two level sixers, and I was like, "Oh my god." Yep. And I watched you playing it at one point. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, for anyone who does the Devil's Lair, if they don't remove this in the full game, when you get to the Walker, stick to the right. You can sneak around, and there's a nice little hidey hole where you can just plink away at it. There's a spot on the left, too, but it's much smaller. Right, and enemies tend to congregate over there. Yep. Um, okay, so between the three classes, and bear in mind, all of this may change, and probably will change, it probably has already changed. I hope so. Probably already, the disc is probably already ready to go. This since, point, I um, oh, it's only, what, two weeks? Yeah, it's only like two weeks out at this point, yeah. three weeks. Well, except that it's just an install for the engine. Right. Because then you just stream everything else. They can always fix stuff on the server side. Hmm. Um, so Actually, between the three classes, and bear in mind, we all we only saw up to level eight. Yep. That was as far as we could get. Um, you've got Titans, Hunters, and Warlocks. I barely played the Hunter, but I did play Warlock and Titan quite I a bit. I only played yeah. as Hunter. 
Um, there are four things about each, really kind of unique things for each class beyond like equipment stuff. You've got that's sort of key. You've got their <clears throat> their movement abilities. Yep. Their grenades. Yep. Their specials. Yep. And their melees. Right. Titans have the best grenades. They have um, the second best movement, movement ability. They have um, they have the second best special and the worst um, melee. Because their melee is just, every so often they have a melee attack that is stronger than normal. Warlocks have, um, Warlocks, no. Crap, I had this. Um, no, I'm sorry. Titans have the second best grenades and the best super. Okay. Yep. Um, Warlocks have the best grenades. They have the worst movement attack. Yep. It just makes you a giant floating target, basically. Right. Um, they have the second best melee and the second best super. Yep. Hunters have the best movement ability in the game. Yep. Because, first of all, you jump. Then you double jump. Then you get better control of double jumping. Mm. Then you get a triple jump. And then all your jumps are higher. So it's just... Whoop, 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 whoop. You can get basically anywhere with it. Um, they have the worst grenades. The The second grenade you un unlock as a hunter is the sort of seeker grenade. Mm. And does crap for damage. It's nice that it automatically tracks enemies and can sort of set it out as a trap. Right. But it just doesn't do enough damage. Um, hunters have the worst super. Because at most, at least until level up to level 8, you can only kill three enemies with it. Yep. And you have to time it right. And you have to time it right, and you have to aim it. Yep. And it also has the longest startup of, out of any of them. Hunters, however, have the also have, they have the best movement, and they have the best fucking melee. Yep. The throwing knife. Yep. Because it is a ranged melee that does ridiculous damage, and it can score critical hits. Yeah. And eventually you get to the point where you have two of them, and if you score a critical hit with one, it automatically resets the cooldown. Nice. So you can just you can just be chucking blades for days. Blades for days. Um, the, I primarily played Hunter, and I never felt like more of a badass than when I dropped into a group of enemies... Or basically, I'm dropping two group of enemies. I headshot one with my, with my sniper rifle, switch my auto rifle, kill a fourth one as I'm coming down, turn around, melee a third at close range with just the, you know, knife yep. shank, mm -hmm. and then finish my spin and whoop, nail a fourth enemy in the face with a throwing knife. It's just like, boom. Tristan, all that was face. wonderful, but that's going to be murder to edit. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, just like, just killing like four. Look at the waves. Just like. Precise killing four enemies in the space of like three, two or three seconds is just feels so damn good. Seems a lot like Borderlands, like the um that one, uh, like the assassin class in Borderlands in a sense. Right, in that they're kind of uh, again the class range, I never played. Is they're kind of like long range, which is the class that I played in Borderlands, closer. and I'll probably as a long range and close stick range, with basically. it. Yeah, as hunter, um, which yeah. is the same thing as sniper. And then when you, but then when you get closer, you're like nut not, nuts at melee. Mm -hmm. It's the mid range that they have problems with. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. it seems like a typical, like, you have your tank and your DPS and a support character sort of kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, I would I would say it's more tank for the Titan. DPS for the Warlock. 
uh, crowd control for oh, the crowd warlock. Control warlock. Yep. And then it's... precision boss slash bots killing for the hunter. Yeah, because the uh, the super and grenade are just custom made for right. dealing with crowds of enemies. Right. Mm-hmm. Cool. And then the meta class will be introduced later. I am fully charged. <laughs> if only. Um, so we'll see, but that, that's that's really cool. Um, I guess I'll get my comments out of the way because I don't have. I'll probably have the least out of all of us, and that is to say that I think it's. I did what I think Sony wanted Microsoft it to do, and Bungie wanted it to do, which is convince like everybody and their mother to upgrade to a new system. Like that's what I want to do in two yeah. weeks, three weeks. I want to have a PlayStation Four so I can play Destiny, and I played it on the PS3, the right. beta. How did it look on PS3? Looks great. Yeah, on PS4 it looks drop dead gorgeous that being said xbox one as well yeah, yeah i can imagine oh my god those particle effects yeah. that being said playing on the ps3 it i still said well it looks less good on ps3 and it was still enough of an enticement to say i would need to see this on the ps4 obviously right yep. i need to have a system i need to have the best looking experience and also thinking about years and years from now right and especially because it looks like it's going to be platform specific for multiplayer it's looking like it's going to be the killer app for both microsoft and sony yeah. as far as which is interesting because you never really ever said that in the history of gaming like this is going right. to be the killer app for both consoles you know obviously they're marketing it more towards the so- sony i don't know yeah. what, what bungie what bungie and microsoft had for falling out or whatever but and i know sony's been spending a lot of money to get this to happen like, hey, Bun- but- hey bungie you're free of microsoft now love us We'll give you lots and lots of money and fun things. Yeah. I think it's a little mixture of, of I don't know, whatever. But the point is, it's going to be awesome on both systems. Yeah. And so you'll it's going to be awesome on the PC. Mean, let's not even discount the PC. It's going to be yeah. awesome on the PC as well. I mean, they're just... So, they're, everyone, they're you can look forward to playing with Dan and myself on PS4, Pat on Xbox One. And possibly Xbox 360, because I reserved it on 360 originally, and I don't know where I reserved it. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, if you reserve... Oh, like what, GameStop? Yeah. If you find out, they can. Of course, you can always use the credit. They'll also else. probably just call you and remind you. No, they they did that with Assassin's Creed Three, mm-hmm. where I reserved it months and months and months in advance, mm-hmm. and they lost my reservation. So that five bucks went bye bye. <laughs> it's weird. I didn't realize. I thought it did go bye bye. I thought the whole modus operandi with GameStop was if you didn't use it, you lost it. But then the other day, I don't know why the guy was so nice. I walked over to the which GameStop, one did you go to? The one in the mall. Yeah, I I gotta say the one in the mall. I have no complaints they're about that. They're always really nice. They're, yeah, they're great guys. I was going to trade in a bunch of games, and the chick was like, hey, you know what? Come back in two weeks. Here's a coupon. fifty an extra 50%. Don't trade them in yet. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. And, and they're that, cool guys at that. That chick, yeah, though. Kind of cute, if that's the one I'm talking about. Oh, she's very cute. Thank <laughs> you. But anyway. Hi there. Uh, <laughs> I hope you're listening. Uh, but, um... Coming to you from California. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh... <laughs> But uh, I went in there one day to buy something. I forgot what it was. Miami Beach. I forgot what game it was, but the guy was... Well, I'm trying to think what game it was. Whatever. But it was Pokemon. It was Mario Kart. Mario Kart 8. And the guy goes, By the way, did you know you have like $35 in games that you reserved that didn't use, you didn't use? And I was like, no. <laughs> He's like, well... Want to like, use them here? This game, this game, and half of them were games I bought and didn't realize I reserved. Because yep. I reserved them like a year in advance. Because yep. they always... You know, I was like, do you want to... You know, put money down towards Smash Brothers? I'm like, and sure. I'm like, sure, why not? Like, I oh, probably have $15 uh, towards that game yeah. now, because they always... Oh, I've uh, pre-ordered time. the uh, Smash Brothers with the adapter and a uh, GameCube controller right, we'll combo on Amazon. So we can totally... Later, let's not... Let's not... Let's not... Let's not... Too much. Um, but but uh, we have to mention Smash! I know. We did. Great. Wait, did we gripe about Halo 4? 
Grr. Okay. Destiny is so much better than Halo 4. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> there we go. So, uh, yeah, I got like $35 towards Mario Kart, just like that. I was like, oh, wow, great. <laughs> Out of yeah. nowhere, it was so random. But anyway. Well, the, so the, if any of you guys at the, at the GameStop in the mall are listening to us, keep it up. Small disclaimer, be careful about pre-ordering. It's yeah. kind of not good. In the long, for for most for most things, it's not good for the industry. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, so except for this, unless it's a Nintendo game, and then you want to get your hands on it within the first three months, then you want to pre-order. Uh, yeah, but even but even then, like pre-ordering does it, it encourages them to do the bullshit pre-order bundle yeah, nonsenses. And it's just it's it's out of hand. Right. The reason I do it is to a have money on down on it while I have money, mm-hmm. so that I'm not like oh god that's right it's December and there's like three games I need to get in addition to buying, you know presents and all that yep. shit. Uh, and also it reminds me to make sure I get the game. Right. Yep. Well, see the the I haven't pre-ordered anything in a long time. Mm-hmm. Yep. I pre-ordered. I actually, I actually pre-ordered Watch Dogs at the very last second because you wanted to go to the pre-release, not the pre-release, the um, the midnight release, release. And I figured, oh, I'll just, I'll just have it for store pickup and I'll just go there and be an asshole. Didn't work. But um, before that, I think I pre-ordered. Did I pre-order Madden Twenty Five like an asshole? I don't think I did. <laughs> but I mean, I just haven't been pre-ordering recently because I know it's just horse poo poo. Anyway, I really like. I, I think it's cool how Destiny is sort of the, the first-person shooter MMO that we've all sort of been waiting for our whole lives yeah. for whatever reason. Like, it's yeah. like like Borderlands, but with a lot more players. Yeah, and there, there are, to be fair, there are already, like, I think it's like, what is it, like, Planet Side or something like that. There are already games that are first-person shooter-esque, like, yep. MMOs. MMOs. But this is the none one that's going really to take break. off. Yeah, like, a world of, this one's going to take, take off to, like, a World of Warcraft. And the problem with Planet scale. Side is it's competitive, and you just feel like you're not accomplishing anything. Right. Yeah. I like, the, I like how that they're... was my problem with it. I love their menus. I love how like the the opening menu is like space, and you like have like this cursor that you can move around, which is really neat. Make sure you buy a new ship. Like it's yep. expensive, but dear God, is it worth it? I wanted to grind and get a new one. Just just at the end. Why of the beta. is it worth it? Do you have, are space battles? No. But then you get to feel better than everyone else oh. in their dinky ass little starter ships. Oh, okay. Also, they look fan fucking tastic. Well, I'm sure the I'm sure the better ships allow you to go to other locations. Eventually, full game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like this one can, this one can withstand this sort of weird, you know, environmental we'll hazard. See. So you can get into this galaxy or whatever. Yeah. But um, or near this planet. I also really like that they're that they keep the co-op and the competitive separate. Yep. Like that is really nice. That you're not worried about. Okay, I gotta get this shit done because I gotta work in the morning and I just got ganked five times in a row. Fuck. You don't have to do worry. Which about. is what happened to you in Watch Dogs. Yep. Yeah, I, I had to trade in Watch Dogs. I'm going to wait until the hype dies down around that game so I can play it without getting invaded every five fucking minutes. That game is so ADHD. It's like, okay, let me go to the story mission. Crap, I got invaded. Oh, really? Okay, I dealt with the invasion. Where was I? Oh, right, I was going to the story mission. Crap, the side mission popped up. Like, yep. I bet if you ignore everything and just do the story missions, you could probably complete it in, like, maybe 15 hours. <laughs> but because of all the bullshit that pops up? It happens. It happens. I'm a little... I will say I really enjoyed the Destiny beta. I... Oh, God. I for whatever reason, I got a kick out of grinding the strike mission. 
where I usually don't get kicks out of grinding MMOs. Right. Like, I, I did in World of Tanks for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I've sort of moved on from that because I think I burned myself out. Uh. Um, and I definitely didn't in World of Warcraft. I, I did not enjoy playing World of Warcraft. Um, so, I enjoyed playing World of Warcraft on the beta because I got access to it way back when. And then I played it on release for about nine months, suffering through it because I made a warrior. And then and, you had a baby. No, and then I went home to a crappy internet connection. And I was like, well, I'm not going to play it for three months. So might as well turn off my account. And that was pretty much the end of that. Yes. Every so often I'll be like, I wonder what's happening in WoW. <laughs> and I pick it up. And like, like I'll do it for like a month. And I'll be like... So they added all this cool stuff. This is now a lot huger. Uh, new races, new areas. Yep. See, all I want to do if I ever play WoW again is play through Wrath of the Lich King, and then I don't care. Yeah. Because supposedly Wrath of the Lich King was very good. Well, you kind of now have the ability, because I think they let you have like a character immediately like high, like high, ultimate leveled or whatever now. Yeah, but what's the, what's the point of that? Because well, then you get to play the explore well, the, the adventures and do the late game stuff if you want to go I right into it. I think it's more so that you can bypass the grinding. Yeah. And so, like, say you have a group of friends who are already level 60. Yeah. And they get someone new in. They don't want to babysit them all the way up to level right. 60 because that takes for fucking ever. Yeah, but see, that makes and sense. But, like, your friends. if you're just playing on your own and trying to make friends and stuff that you that don't already have the game, and if you just pop right up to level 60 and you don't have a goddamn clue. Yeah, that's, yeah. The, that's the problem with that. Then you are. For uh, hardcore gamers. Yeah. There are going to be a lot of noobs now. Yeah, but anyway, easy pickings. But I, it's it's like it's like when uh, T, TF2 went free to play. Yeah, my kill death ratio shot up tremendously. Yeah. Oh, or like World of Tanks 360 edition, where I played 667 battles and I've killed 780 tanks. Whereas on the PC, I've done almost 6,000 battles and I've killed maybe 2,000. Yeah, <laughs> happens. Uh, one thing I do, uh, I think, is cool about Destiny is I think it's what from a gameplay perspective, I think it's what we all wanted out of Halo 4 as far as well, it kind of looks like it's Don't going Don't say to, that. What's that? Don't say that. Well, it kind of looks like it's Don't, getting... Stop, Dan. Like it's getting into Call of Duty territory. Stop. With the way you aim down the sides stop. and things like that. Go away, Dan. But it's not ridiculously Call of Duty fast, way too fast paced. Yeah, well, and uh, I'll say, I'll say and that stuff the, like that. Like, I'm not listening. I will say that the co-op portion of Destiny felt very bungee. The competitive side of Destiny felt very Activision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I definitely got the sort of semi Call of Duty feeling from the competitive. Right. Um, but there's still vehicles, and there's still the the potential for crazy moments that you that you find. One of which has games. been nerfed after the beta. Yep. What the vehicles? Yeah, one of the vehicles had to. They nerfed it because it was OP as shit. Mean. <laughs> yeah. I didn't find it OP. I just avoided it after a while. Yeah. Um. But then again, I did that with Halo Reach and the armor lock, and they still got rid of that. Yep. 343. <sighs> Other sad news about Destiny. So Bungie announced that you won't be able to keep your stuff or yep. your characters. Oh, from the beta? From the beta. Well, that kind of makes sense because they've changed Because they've changed stuff. so much. But you know why I'm so upset about that? Because you bought a ship. No. I mean, that's one thing. But I can buy another ship. No. The reason I'm upset about that is because... Gotta get the... I can still see it on the app. The companion app still lets me see. 
check out my vault. That is a full set of rare equipment that is locked at level 10. Yeah. <laughs> so I couldn't use it during the beta. Full set. Also, two. Two rare primary weapons. And I will never get a chance to use these. Yeah, Until you find them again. Until I find them again. Them again. Yeah. I was like, oh man, I've got all this stuff. I can't wait. Once the once the full game starts, I'm going to have my hunter, who I love, and I you know, spend all this time making him. And then once I get into level 10, he's going to have all this rare equipment. And the noobs shall fall like grass before my scythe. No. There's also the there's also the danger that people are worried that the game is not going to be very large. Yeah, that's a, that's a worry I have when I watch the, the beta. Well... The individual game worlds are fucking huge. Yeah. Like, like the uh, Russia map for Earth yep. is gigantic. Right. And there are areas that you can't still can't explore in it. Right. Or that you can explore but don't have anything in them yet. Right. In, right. in the beta. Uh, the moon? Did you did you see the uh, the Twitch stream of somebody who was trying to go as far as he possibly could? Yes. Yeah. Hell, there are enemies. That you can get to very easily from where you drop in that are like level fifteen enemies. Yep. Do you know what the level cap is going to be? Twenty. Well, there are. Well, what they said. I'm sure about they'll it, raise it at some point. Yeah, well, I here's the thing: is that all level effects, all the only thing level effects is how much damage you deal out. Yep. Compared to enemy levels. Mm-hmm. And the equipment you can use. Right. Your abilities and stuff, and your weapons and your equipment, all level up on their own. Oh, okay. So even after I hit level 8, which was the cap, I was still leveling up abilities. Right. Until I reached the point where I was no longer gaining any XP, and my abilities stopped leveling up. Mm-hmm. So even once you hit 20, you'll, st- you'll most likely still have stuff to level up. Yep. And then at that point, it becomes about getting the right equipment. Yep. And, and you know... Searching for those rare or legendary and, and, and weapons pimping. and pimping and pimping, yeah. of course. So, so it basically becomes sort of just like a like pimp it, my guardian. It basically, just goes from right from grind or eliminates the grind and goes straight to late game World of Warcraft. Basically, the way they play it, right? Okay. Because it's not like World of Warcraft where you have to be like, okay, this is my rogue. This is his seventeen layer macro system that I need to actually kill anything in PvP. Yeah. No, it's here. You are. Here's a gun. Go shoot stuff. Yeah. You know. I mean, yeah, there's strategy in there. There's getting the right equipment and building out, you know, a good build and, you know, fine-tuning your your uh, abilities and stuff. But it's not like that level of sort of, in order to be competitive, you have to do all this shit. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's really no need to have a huge grind fest to the get prob- people introduced. The problem is the multiplayer is essentially gray. Like, you... you uh, as far as I remember, your equipment had no bearing on how you played in the multiplayer, in the Crucible. It it depends. Right. Um, so the multiplayer PvP, or is it just like a multiplayer yes. Halo map? Okay. Well, there's it's all multiplayer because it's MMO, but yeah, the competitive inside. Um, it depends because uh, usually it's it's usually the level benefits are nerfed. Yeah. So everyone counts as though they're on the same level. Okay. So so it is more like a so if I'm level player game. When well, so if I'm level eight versus a versus level twenty, we're doing the same damage to each other. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, so it's not like a whole bunch of level 20s will sit around and be like impervious to anyone below that. Um, but as far as I can tell, gear and ability leveling does make a difference. Oh, yeah. But like, it, it, like you don't do extra damage with better gear is what I'm saying. You get better cooldowns with better gear. Well, well, so Legend... Right, well, because we've seen... Because we've seen not a lot of legendary stuff. Yep. Rare stuff usually gives you really good defensive bonuses, uh, cooldown, and then something something else. Yep. Um, legendary weapons, or uh, rare weapons, have multiple scopes, multiple ammo types, upgrade to damage, locking upgrade to damage, uh, special abilities, multiple special abilities. Yep. Like... Uh, yeah, rare weapons have a ridiculous number of customization options. And as you upgrade their attack, they do do more damage. Okay. So if I have a fully leveled out rare weapon, dear yep. god, that's going to help me in multiplayer. Right. Then there's... Uh, can we talk about how beautiful the first level was? Oh my god. What, you mean the, the lighting? Yeah. Where the oh, where your ghost where, where I feel your like ghost we're going up I feel like we're going down a dark path though because we're talking about how beautiful the game is and then Halo Four well, was nothing but beautiful. Well, here's the thing though is that well, we've played, but we've had a chance to play Destiny and find out that yeah. it's not just beauty. It's it's right. a fun game to play. It's, it is a fun game, put inside a fantastic engine. Yep. Like the lighting effects, the particle effects are all absolutely gorgeous, and that first level is. It's very scripted. Yep. It is super scripted, but it's scripted in such a way that really shows off the engine's capabilities, and it looks so damn good. Yep. Um, there and then there's the gold chests. Those are fun, too. Yeah. I think I only found two of the ones on the moon before before it ran out. Um, I, think I've, I think I might have found all of them on Earth. I, I only found two on Earth, but that's because I can't tell the difference between them and regular chests. I can't either. I just open every chest. Yeah. I see a chest, I opens it. And sometimes they despawn on me, which pisses me off. Yeah. Like, I split up with the friend that I was in the fire team with. We ended up splitting up for whatever reason. I forget why. Um, yeah, once, once one player yeah. opens them, there's a limited time frame for you to yep. grab it before it despawns. So when I was doing uh, the Devil's Lair with the two guys I work with, it was, guys, I found a chest. Come to my location. Yep. So we'd all huddle around. One person would open it, and then we could all loot it. Well, see, we didn't know that. And he yeah, he would open the chest, and I would go over there. Was well, I can't see it. Oh, I guess it was only for me then. Nope. They are for everyone, but they disappear. I got very, very good at finding chests. Because I spent a lot of time being like, crap, I need more money. Because I've got to get my Crypt Arc level up. Yep. Um... So I've been a lot of time in the Earth Explore mission, just zooming around, being like, I hitting hope, the checkpoints. I hope they kind of fix the shops because at the moment the Cryptarch is really the only useful shopkeeper. Yeah, well, it's because what they what they did in the beta was that every uh, shopkeep had a few lo- items that were two levels above you. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you had to buy, you had to think ahead. Yeah. You had to buy for the future. Then again, those items, but the items, even if you do think ahead and buy them, are just not very good. Usually not. Um, the other thing they changed from the alpha to the beta was that in the alpha, all enemies dropped at least a little glimmer. Yeah. In the beta, only special enemies dropped glimmer, unless you used um, the, uh, the ability. I think. No, there's a special item. There's an item uh, you can get. 
Uh, like ether, ether rods or something like that. Yeah, I think I think the hunter also has abilities for. I, I mean, you're you're the expert. It's not me. But I not the that I saw. Had, had abilities for glimmer, like drops. I thought he did. Not maybe that I saw. Equipment then maybe. There's something was something gave me the ability to have extra glimmer drops. Something was doing that. Yeah, it, it was an been, item. It might have yeah. been equipment and items. Okay. It's an item that you used, and for ten minutes, uh, all enemies killed gave you extra glimmer. Okay. Which means that enemies that give you no glimmer gave you actually some. Yep. So for like ten minutes, it was like it wasn't the alpha. And I'm sure that it, I'm sure somebody's gonna find a level where there are just a lot of enemies, and they're just gonna spam that item. Oh, yep. fuck yeah, that's what I did. I was yep. like, okay, I've got three of these things. It's time to go through Devil's Lair. Yep. And wait until I have to deal with those like three waves. Start the wave. Crack. Yep. <laughs> but don't do it on the don't do it on the Devil Walker. No, that's a mistake. That is a total mistake. That Devil Walker had way too much HP. Well, well yeah, so an, did that's an MMO for you. Right so there. did uh, Prime, whatever yeah. the hell it was called. But he he at least was Something easier to prime. deal with. S Prime. Actually, kind of scary. Like the enemies are kind of creepy in like a, a general grievous way. Like they yeah. they kind of come out of the woodwork. Like, oh. Have you read any of the uh, Grimoire stuff? Nope. Um, I looked at it briefly while I was trying. I to... I unlocked a crap ton of it. I think I've got a Grimoire score of like uh, I think it was like six hundred sixty. I don't know what my, my because head. it because it kept from the alpha. Yarn into the mic, dummy. Grimoire, uh, six hundred seventy-five grimoire scar. Yep, but it's like the um. Let's see. Boop. So there's a lot of story to be told. There's a lot of story to be told, uh, but it also tells you stuff about like the enemies. Uh, I, I also don't know why, but. If you guys remember when we did Bastion, I kind of found the tone of the game to be a little presumptuous at the outset. For whatever reason, Destiny has a very similar tone, but I don't find it to be presumptuous. I think it might be my Bungie fanboyism. Yeah. Oh, is it when you talking about when uh, Peter Dinklage is talking kind of stuff? Or? And uh, and the uh, the speaker. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There we go. So the fallen. Dr- so like, for example, if you read up on it, you learn the fallen dregs. So the fallen. Um, Vandals, you notice, have four arms, but the drugs only have two. If you read up in the grimoires, because, oh, the the uh, dregs are ones that have fallen from, from their station and have their lower arms removed as a sign of shame. It's like, that dude, that's fucking metal. Yeah. <laughs> Spin metal. Spin metal. That was so much more common in the alpha, I heard. Yeah. Uh, you would find... Uh, I once... It got to the point where you could find, like, if you got deep enough into, like, high-level areas, you could find, like, three or four spin metal right. at a bunch. Yep. Mm-hmm. Basically, everything was more plentiful in the alpha. So the total loot level got seriously dropped for the beta. So we'll see how it comes out in the actual game. I right. want it so bad. I think we're all in agreement that it's looking great. Playing great, looking yeah, everything, sounding mm-hmm. great. Music's good. Sound effects are good. I won't go too far into the music at the risk of... Sad face. Um, and um, I miss I'm excited Marty. for it. I'm excited to plunk down all that money for a new system and play some Destiny. My only concern with all of it, of course, is that it's going to be short-lived and either something else is going to replace it and then Bungie's going to be like, uh-oh. Or right. I mean, we don't want it to be like... Um, we don't want it to go the route of Titanfall. I still love Titanfall. But. Oh, Titanfall is still a great game, but it sort of had its moment in the sun and then petered out. 
And yeah. I think, I mean, inevitably every game's going to be like that. Right. Like, Destiny won't always be Especially the these days. Especially these That's days. That's what I mean with the ADD kind of culture that we have. Uh, Destiny won't be in the limelight for long, but it can, like, just like World of Warcraft. Like, World of Warcraft is in the limelight, but they still have millions of people playing their game. Right. On yep. a month-by-month basis, you know? And they and still they, release content. Yeah, they, they just still, announced. They still charge for the monthly subscription. They just announced another expansion. Right. Oh, yep. past Warlords of Draenor? Uh, no, well, they just announced like Warlords of Draenor. But that's coming out, like, next month, yeah. Yeah. Um, that sounds that just that title of that expansion sounds interesting, but I'm not. No, it's all about I don't care. Orcs. <laughs> I think it's all about orcs. It sounds interesting, but I don't care. <laughs> I'd rather play Van Helsing too if I ever get the money to get it. <laughs> and uh, we'll see what happens. I don't know if they're going to charge for like extra packs, or that's probably what they'll do. They'll just charge for extra s- sections of the game or something like that. Of course they will. Well, they have. Well, to. it's Activision. So. Well, not only is it active, yeah. not only is it Activision looking for the next thing, which is going to be Destiny, but it's also but, DLC being. But it, but I mean, it's also keeping the team at Bungie afloat because that's the game that they've said they're going to be exclusively working on for yeah. the next however many years. I remember yeah. when Halo Two had free DLC. Yeah. Or at least the map packs were like right. five bucks instead of ten. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. But now Destiny, it's you more actually than got just a map pack. It's and and be, you actually got good maps. Yep. Right. Okay. I'm gonna de- I'm gonna I'm gonna take issue with that really quickly. The maps in Halo Reach, Halo Three were very good. Oh yeah. The problem was the matchmaking was set up in such a way that you, that nev- you never got to play them. Yeah, because there'd be you know one person in the lobby who didn't have them. Yep. Or the DLC playlist would be just the DLC maps when you wanted a bigger variety. Right. Which is what Halo Two did so well. Oh, coincidentally. Uh, complete semi off topic. Did you know that all of the Halo Two maps are back? <gasps> it's it's just that only five are getting remastered. Yeah, or something like that. I think we talked about that last time. We might yeah. have. Yeah, I think we might have. Yeah, because I I found that out and I was like, happy. Right, but I'm curious to see I how much. I just want my dual wielding back. <laughs> I'm curious to see how much content goes. it would require for to keep people satiated with Destiny. You know, do they have to release another game every six months? You know what I mean? In essence, you Destiny know, like, Warlords of Venus. Yeah, right. Well, t- the thing with the thing with Titanfall that should be working, it's releasing quite a bit of content yeah. as time goes by, mm-hmm. uh, including entire. They've tested entire new game types. Right. Yep. They've added the the private match functionality, which should have been in the game when it launched. Um, <laughs> they've added. Uh, more, uh, much more customization for free. Uh, they've added uh, new maps, not for free, but right. still new maps, and just and additional burn cards for free. They, but yeah, it's it's stuff that should keep the game afloat, but it's or at least in my opinion it should. But it, it's it's really. Then again, the game is really really easy. I just I did something mean the other day. I went back to Titanfall after like two months of grinding three sixty achievements <laughs> and I got a hundred points, hundred and twelve points, and I think I died once and had nineteen pilot kills. Nineteen one KD And that I mean I'm sure somebody will hear this and say, Oh that's not that good. Well it was good for me. Yep. Can we, can we just say, I just want another MechWarrior game? That's what I want. Not going to happen. I know. I wish they'd bring Chrome Hounds back. That was fun when people weren't cheesing it. But we'll always have Metal Wolf Chaos. Yep. And Destiny. 
which isn't the same game at all, but Destiny. Um, Destiny's Destiny. Shut up, Lightning. Shut the fuck up. No one likes you. Go away, Lightning. And I think that's all we have to say about Destiny. I think we're all really excited for it. Maybe I should make a Destiny character called Thunder. There you go. I'm, I'm excited for it. We're all excited for it. You guys should all check it out when it comes out. What is it, September 9th? Yes. Yep. Cool. Um, awesome. So hopefully I will be we'll dead help. to the world for probably a week is yeah. when it oh. launches. Except except that Destiny is going to come out, and then Hyrule Warriors is going to come out. What am I to do? And then two months after that is Master Chief Collection. Which I don't have an Xbox, so I won't be playing. But Yeah, but it'll, it'll, it'll eat me alive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So I, don't, I don't know what I'm going to do between Hyrule Wars and Destiny. So it sounds like we're going to have some content to talk about coming in Maybe coming I should weeks, just so. request a few weeks yeah, off let's, of work. Yeah, let's spoil no. a Halo Master Chief saga again. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, we won't do that. But I'm just saying, we can, yeah, we're can. we going to have some stuff to talk about. Hopefully yeah. we'll be able to talk about Destiny Spoilers, again. Spoilers, Master Chief survives. Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't know if he survives in Halo 5. Because that'll be the beta that's coming up right, next. Right, but we're just talking about the Master Chief collection. Will, Spoilers, will 343 get their head screwed on straight? Okay. Killing off the Chief. Might it be something that would actually be good for the Halo series? They killed off Chief and were able to focus on other aspects of the universe? Perhaps. Maybe. Or would it be an irredeemable move that would just piss off the fan base to such an extent that the series would be unsalvageable? Honestly, I don't think anybody who's still around cares about the story. No. <laughs> if we're being completely honest. Fairly obvious 343 doesn't. Oh! Shots fired. Snap! Shots fired! Alright, check out Destiny. Check out our website. Check out other episodes of the spoiler cast at Three Headed Boy. Try and catch us on Twitch. .com. Catch us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Three Headed Boy. Join the Bungie Clan at Three Headed Bungie.net slash group slash Three Headed Boys, if I recall off the top of my head. Just, just search for Three Headed Boys, you'll find us. And if you see a guy by the name of Rimethel in the clan, he's the best.